Hey everyone, welcome back to the AI Train with Leanne and Tim. That's right, we have come to you for a very short episode this time around because ChatGPT have decided, or OpenAI have decided to put out, um, well, I mean, have they? This is the question that both Leanne and I have, have, have been asking. And look, I'll, I'm, I'll stop beating around the bush. Multimodal is here. But like, really, what is multimodal? It's something that, um, that, that we've been wanting for a long time. Um, and now, uh, apparently... There are several individuals in the, on the earth that happen to have access to it and are spruiking it on LinkedIn. Um, Leanne, like, do you want to run us through what multimodal is? What that means? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've got a bit of FOMO here because same as with you know with, with Claude and everyone's talking about it now. You know this thing with the early adapters, uh, or early accessors. <laughs> so basically, it just means that at the moment, you know, for for ChatGPT four, you have to keep clicking between the different. Uh, you know, tools that you want to use. And it doesn't always work the first time. You click the button and this and, and getting into the plugin store is a little bit fiddly and all this. It's basically going to eliminate that so you don't have to keep switching. You just kind of, uh, I'm assuming just based on your prompt, it will then just work out which one you want. So if you say create an image, you'll go, oh, you want Dali. Um, or if you say search, you know, for these websites, it will know, ah, oh, browse with Bing. So that would be really, really cool and just a little bit of a time saver, effort saver thing. Uh, that'd be really cool. And also to be able to upload many types of documents. So PDFs, you know, data files, uh, or any other document you want to analyze. And you know what, Tim? It's actually sounding very similar to Claude here. Uh, so because Claude, like we said in a previous episode, it's very much streamlined. You don't have to go to multiple different plugins. You just upload your thing and away you go. Uh, so that's, it, it sounds like they're cleaning up their act a little bit and just make it a bit more streamlined. Yeah, and look, I mean, it's really interesting that this multimodal stuff has been focused so much on the, like bringing those tools that they've already launched together. So DALI, you know, obviously um, for image generation, text generation, <clears throat> a few other bits and pieces that, that OpenAI have put together um, for this kind of use, obviously, you know, document scanning, that kind of thing. It can now see in here because it, it can look at, it can take, uh, leaves out of imagery and understands what imagery looks like, or at least I think it has a, a good crack at that. The thing for me though, there are um, three other parts of of chat. Oh, sorry, of, uh, of OpenAI's research that haven't yet really seen a lot of day. I know that the people have been playing with them, but they're more still research projects at this point. And that's Whisper, Jukebox, and MuseNet. So <clears throat> Jukebox, uh, I'll start there because it sort of it leads into both really. Um, Jukebox is a a music generation engine so it literally it's a neural net that generates music um including but apparently it singing um generates it as raw audio and they're, they're releasing the model and code samples currently like they're, they're doing bits and pieces with it um, um, april 2020 was the last time we really that they had had anything on it though um and it's got some like there's some samples you can listen to on the website which is kind of nice if you search for open ai jukebox um they've moved on from that though and they sort of elevated that up into musenet which musenet is um kind of like the the grandfather of jukebox and they, they keep sort of pushing well, i keep hearing like little whispers about musenet from time to time and it was more about just that pure um music generation uh, rather than singing and, and voice and everything and the reason why i sort of started at jukebox is because of the voice aspect they have just launched fairly recently a thing called whisper so uh september 21 uh, sorry september 21 2022 is when whisper really started to start to, to take place but um of late in the last few iterations and then the last release they they had some samples um that you could listen to of their their voice engine and um it 
it sounds great. Like it's, I've, I've got to admit, it's one of the best sounding synthetic non-natural voices I've ever heard. Um, again, you can look up OpenAI Whisper to be able to find that. But what I'm interested in is, is finding out whether they're going to start bringing that kind of capability into ChatGPT as well. So you've got music sewn up, you've got images sewn up. I know that there's a lot of musicians who are using ChatGPT to be able to write write music itself or to write uh, you know chord structures. I've done it. I've, I've written you know a couple of songs on there as well from just my own purposes for playing guitar. Um, you know, when you play them through, of course, it's just it's all up to the individual to play the music itself. But it sounds great, and it, but it is still just text based, so there's no, uh, you know, extra level of, of audio that you can hear. Um, and then the same thing with um, with like uh, some singing on top, or if you were trying to get like a, a piece narrated. There's lots of other companies out there doing text to speech already, of course. But if you could have that multimodal landscape where you could say, hey, I want a press release for this thing. Can you generate me the text for that um, in a verbal script? Give me an image that can go on the post for LinkedIn. Generate me a backing track for that that uh, that text. Actually narrate the stuff. And then, I mean, what's the next thing? The next, the next frontier really is video. Yeah, slides and graphics and yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And there are already small companies doing videos and slides and graphics and other things like that that are out there as well. How long is it going to take to, for OpenAI to also follow suit and to start bringing that tool set in? I know you can already do it with plugins and that's probably the big thing is that can you or should you just use plugins for this kind of thing once that multimodal launches? Potentially, yes, at the start. But, um, you know, OpenAI sort of have that concept where they want to rule the world with everything. So um, are they going to launch these extra sort of research tools that they've got um, into ChatGPT. Who well, knows? they've already got it. Yeah, they've already got the stuff, so why not put it in? I'm kind of surprised they haven't already started incorporating, yeah, their other products in gone external things coming in instead. But, I, yeah, look, I this is part of the thing I've been saying to people, I've, I think I may have said in a previous episode, that I'm trying to avoid shiny object syndrome by going outside to find too many different AI tools. I, I would ultimately love everything just come to the one platform that would just keep me very focused and just, yeah, and I already have already, you know, in my training, for example, tell people how to repurpose content and go, all right, create this, now do this, now do this. It'd be nice if you just kind of ask it all in one prompt, hey, can you just create a whole, you know, st- a streamlined set of marketing materials, including socials and graphics and uh, and a webinar and create the slides for me and the podcast script and the jingle to go for the podcast and and it just like bam you know and you have it ready to go uh yes you know you have to then go wade through all the content that's given you but it'd be so good if it can do the um the audio and the oh just that'd be massively game changing and obviously you can ask it as well what do i need if you don't know things you need and it can prompt you and, and all of that so that'd be really absolutely cool. i mean like i'm just even just looking at WhisperNet um again or whisper itself and like you know even just like at the level of being able to pass it a video and get transcription done on the video without even thinking about it like which is what it's really what whisper was built for but they've also got it to you know spit out some some uh you know actual extra, uh, english speech as well um at some point again i i looking through the website right now struggling to try and find one to hit to hit play on but you know if i can find one I'll, i might add it to the episode but um the yeah it's just it's it's that open toolbox of of stuff that you end up with um as you said one place one subscription cost one you know i suppose fountain for you to be able to get a drink from uh rather than have to use the 75 different tools we've got now like right now i think my my 
AI generation stuff is all ChatGPT or most of ChatGPT. Um, I also do use Claude from time to time here and there, just as a bit of a test. And then I've got some other stuff. Um, and then Canva. And, 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 you know, between the combination of those two things together is, is kind of cool. It makes me wonder, <clears throat> will, uh, will Canva just buy OpenAI or OpenAI just buy Canva or will there be something like that? Uh, who knows? Like the, what's going to happen with that kind of thing in the, in the future? I can't see it happening, but you can sort of imagine that those two sorts of things do start to go hand in hand. Like you've got image generation, image creation, editing, you know, verbal the material, all of that kind of stuff just rolling together in a big melting pot. Um, having that one place to go is... It, it, it's kind of killer it's kind of the it's it's that halcyon space that everyone wants to be in it's the, it's, the, it's the, the the golden dream yeah i'm visualizing it now i'm just like oh my gosh this would just be amazing and i and i hope as well that it also guides the overwhelmed user on on these things too and it doesn't go into tech heavy um that's what i'm hoping i mean you know as you know we've had the conversation i i train people who are assume very overwhelmed ai so i go back to very basic stuff and I think, especially as it gets bigger, just to make sure, I mean, look, to, if you want everyone to kind of embrace it, you have to make it really simple to use, right? So I'm hoping that there'll be a lot of prompting and, um, you know, guidance for those using it to then get the most from it. Uh, I also worry about the cost of it, though. Uh, are they going to go, all right, we'll keep it a minimal cost to then have, you know, the whole world on board? <laughs> um, or is it going to be something that only those are willing to pay? Uh, and then it only maybe be the agencies that jump on board or the you know large organizations and then the little man miss you know a woman in their micro business misses out I'd be interesting to say what do you reckon yeah but that's going to be the the big thing is that if it becomes too te- if the, the barrier becomes too technical if it becomes a, a big issue to be able to try and get all this stuff happening then you know we might finally see the rise of like AI, uh, job roles. Finally, I still haven't seen one yet. Like I, I yeah, keep... here are these job creations. Uh, I know. Yeah. Like from years from years ago. Sorry, from uh, probably January onwards, there was all this big movement. Ah, oh, we're gonna, we're going to have all these like all this LinkedIn bullshit. Really, we're going to have all this um, all these job roles. It's not going to be an AI that that replaces you. It's going to be a person who knows how to use AI that replaces you, which is still probably true. But there were all these things like you know AI expert kind of roles that were going to be in, and I think I, I might have seen one that someone went like, "Hey, I've got one of these roles," and then. You know, I've, I keep searching for them. I'm like, mm, they don't exist. You know, so, <laughs> Not um, yet. But oh, all the sorry. on prompt engineering are flying, you know. That's what it was. It oh, was the sorry. prompt engineer. Oh, my God. The prompt engineer is the, 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 the next job role for them and the, the, the next millennium. It's like, great. Yeah, okay. Tell me about it when it's actually here. You know? it's boring just doing prompts day in, day out full time, <clears> to be honest. Moreover, can you imagine, like, being the prompt engineer who works in a corporate place and then goes like great i'm a prompt engineer cool what do you do okay well i write prompts for chat gpt or for ai to be able to spit out really great content cool that basically means that you are now the end of the funnel you're everyone's going like i really need a thing can you give me a thing and you're like yeah all right got the thing done oh i need it's not quite right can you redo the thing and just so you're basically a whipping boy for everyone in the entire organization to come to you who wants a bit of content done um and then on top of that like it, it, you would naturally start to go oh, fuck i can't do all this myself i have to train everyone so you start training people to be a prompt engineer what are you next redundant because everyone knows how to use to do prompt engineering yeah. so <laughs> 
That's it. What's the point? Or, or, if, or if I, you know, as what I said, if it guides you towards what you want, then you don't need to worry about getting the exact prompt right because it'll be telling you and guiding you to yeah, do it. Exactly. Like, but it's already, you exactly. know, even what you mentioned before, Dali, you know, um, in ChatGPT, you can put a very simple prompt and it still gives you good results. So will people even want prompt engineers or they go, oh, look, that's basically what I was after. I, I made a yeah. few tweaks and away we go. So maybe that's not even going to become a thing. Like, a, yeah, um, intrigued to see. I think it might be part of a role, just like, you know, a marketing role includes social media content, but you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's maybe how it's going to fit in. Interested to see, though, what, what takes off. I mean, look, in 10 years' time, like what you know, the jobs my kids end up doing. Uh, yeah. you know, my, my eldest loves her her Minecraft and her Roblox and all that kind of. She'll be creating worlds of, of AI stuff, I'm sure. Uh, Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I, mean, it, it's, I think it will just become a footnote on someone's resume that they yeah. all oh, yeah, also can use AI, thanks. Yeah. Um, not not so much like it's like oh, I'm an AI expert. Get in my although there are plenty of those people on LinkedIn as well. Um, but um, prompt engineer could be one of the things that copywriters do ultimately, like just stick it, it under. Already is. Many we, things we already we are. You know, know, that's that's literally it's literally if you if you're a copywriter right now, I was going to say this really loudly. If you're a copywriter right now and you've listened to all those dickheads on on LinkedIn turn around and tell you that copywriting's dead, tell them to fuck off and immediately instead start learning prompt engineering or how to, how to use these tools because honestly, you know, you'll make your day about a thousand times easier in half a freaking second and, you know, you'll move on. Like, copywriting's not dead. Copywriting by itself might be, but copywriting with AI is the most powerful thing we can do right now. Yes, embrace it. That's what I said to all the other copywriters who I've seen doing, ch- you know, ChatGPT or AI training. Like, yes, please do because we actually know what we're talking about. Um, the experience and expertise is just so useful. Uh, and, you know, yeah, as I've said to you, you know, ironically, copywriting jobs are going to come back anyway. So um, just, you know, be prepared to act as that advisor and and play around with creating great tr- great prompts. And if that's what people ask for, then cool. And I've been transparent with clients just this week, actually, saying to them, uh, yeah, you know, I can do this thing for you. And I'm going to say it's a business plan. I'll ask ChatGPT to tell me what do investors want to know. I know how to kind of, you know, manipulate, I want to say, but use the tool to then get the results you're after. So I'm being transparent with conversations. I'm saying as a copywriter, I'm going to use it, but I know how to actually give you quality content at the end, which is the most important part. Yeah, I think that's that's the skill that, uh, you know, heaven forbid OpenAI ever puts into their multimodal research a way to be able to, to do that because then we're screwed. But at, at that point, um, <laughs> I still ideas. think like... It, it, it's yeah no it's, it's open ai don't don't do that don't listen to what we're saying Actually, yeah. please don't listen to this podcast it's fine um but um yeah so the uh, i think where we'll get to with this 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 whole combination of stuff and I've, i know we were trying to go for a short episode we've just hit 15 minutes but oh well um the the uh i, I think it, it's just that that homogenization of tool sets um you know obviously getting the human closer to tool sets that are going to be actually do real work um, faster is is the goal I think here, um, and making sure that it's done in in a way that that makes sense not just for the human but also makes sense that the the major world they're they they're the hurdles really at this point to be able to try and get over but uh, yeah like, well we, it will happen it's just whether it happens um, in the next two years or, or next year or so I think where we've we've come from November to now is is a radical leap. 
um, I'm expecting that, that that won't slow down anytime soon. So, hey, you know, next year we might be all prompt engineers. Who knows? We'll snatch this episode like, what are we on about? Um. Yeah. All, all radically prophetic about everything. And we like, see, we were right. We were totally right. Oh, I so hope we can say that. <laughs> Anyway, guys, look, thanks very much for listening to the AI Train today. Um, I've been Tim. Obviously, Leanne's with me as well. Um, you can always catch us um, on your favorite podcast catcher or you know, pod app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it happened to we be. Listen to the episodes, of course. Um, go back to our back catalog if you, if you want. Rate us. Review us. Tell it to your mate. Tell it to the drunk guy down the end of the bar at the pub. You know, we're, we're around. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all from me. Cool. Thank you. See you next time. See you guys.